0: it's that coming up from the bottom day one dollar zero type shit the only thing i'm ducking is the graveyard I'm really with the shit y'all niggas play hard huh? i made it to a bros i'm selling eight bars i came up from nothing i could never take a day y'all the only thing I'm ducking is the graveyard. The graveyard. And really with the shit y'all niggas playing hard. Huh? I made it to a brush, I'm selling eight balls. I came up from nothing. I can never take a day off. Uh. Turn your baby mama crib into a staff spot. And we moving more aggressive than
1: the lake. What's show. up, man? What's the up, play- bro? How we doing?
0: I'm good. I'm I'm scheduling clients right now as we speak. Are ya? And I'm already dove in. I'm already committed. So you are just gonna uh
1: just going to have to deal with me for a second, but you can tell everybody to subscribe. All right. Welcome, guys, to the Day One Dollar Zero podcast. It's Friday. It's January. It's starting to snow outside a little bit. It's getting a little colder here in Colorado, but wherever you guys are, we appreciate you listening. Make sure, if you have not done so yet, I know we get a lot of listeners on our audio version on iTunes and Spotify and those places. We're um, also on YouTube, and uh, we have... Uh, <laughs> We talked about this last week. You always put so much effort into doing our video um, just to get people to watch our damn video. So go yeah, check man. it out.
0: Just priorities, man. Like, um, yeah. I love, I love our podcast. It, I get a lot of cool DMs on Instagram from it. We get mm-hmm. people in person. I talk to us about it, and mm-hmm. I guess a lot for us. Um, so I love that we do it, you know. But as far as like just our YouTube channel, living in Denver. For clients and all of that stuff, so there's just priorities, man. Yep. You know, so like, yep. it's true. But as we've been building, we're getting more resourceful. We got some in house videographers and editors that are doing some stuff for our real estate. So now they can, you know, as they get a second, they can bleed over to our podcast and so we can push that out a little bit. But all the loyal listeners and stuff, man, mm-hmm. that's so cool. And, you know, when and people that reach out on my Instagram, probably five or six a week, like it's nothing mm-hmm. astounding, but mm-hmm. it's cool. It is. And like, Man, if you had five people walk up to you during the week and thank you for something, like, Mm -hmm. "Ah, that's pretty cool. So just because it's over,
1: you know, DM message or whatnot, like, doesn't mean it's not important, right? No, I mean, it it, it is one of those things where it it, it has been fun because when we started the podcast, you know, part of our whole, like, mindset behind it was, hey, we want people to be able to see what it's like from our day one dollar zero. Like, we've had multiple day $1 zeros, but, you know, not necessarily the Grant Cardone's or the Gary V's where they're out of touch, but, hey, like, Really like some guys that are like in the grind and building some shit. What does that look like?
0: Yeah. And I I appreciate that we do it because I listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. and I listen to people that I might not be able to get into a room privately, Mm -hmm. but they're giving back in whatever form and and they articulate however they can. And like, it's not that you take something from every single episode, but there'll be like little snippets or something that'll just resonate for you and it helps. And man, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. that you can have that because typically you wouldn't be able to get those guys in a room ever, or even though those guys exist. So well, we can give this out and we don't, we don't have any sponsors or anything like that. You know, like it's growing. We're going to, we do get a ton of downloads on between iTunes and Spotify. And, but the intention behind it isn't so much for that. The intention is like, even like in the real estate world, it's hard to get people one-on-one with, with the, the time yeah. and everything that yeah. we're doing. Yeah. So if we can sit down for 30 minutes and or for an hour and like just give some things that are working for us, and somebody can take that and run with it, mm-hmm. man. That's so cool. You and know, it's good for. Like us. the same way,
1: dude. It's good for us because we're just running around so much all damn week, and
0: we're in the fucking mix, bro. bro some of these guys, like a um, lot. some of these uber successful dudes that are worth hundreds of millions, it's cool to listen to, but it's almost it's hard to resonate with them. Versus, mm-hmm. like, I feel like we can resonate with a, a crowd right now, and we do because we're still on the come up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like well, we're and, still in it in real time. Because if somebody tells you you know, like back when they were first getting started, right? Here's what worked for me and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Yeah, man, but that was 20 years ago. Like, and I remember that man. from the police world, you know, like when you, you have different district commanders and and they're good guys, but they haven't been in a patrol car in 25 years, mm-hmm. but they're making policy or they're talking about, you know, or they're, they're signing off on what tactics and procedures get a, you know, get, get um signed off on for training mm-hmm. and, but they're not in it, dude. And it's like, you're not, if you don't realize how the public is responding to you and in real time, not, not what you did in the eighties, bro. And it's not, it's not because you want to like devalue their experience or anything like that. But like, dude, the bottom line is it's no longer relevant. And if you're a good leader, you got to delegate to the subordinates, to your lower command staff and rely on them for, for tactics and training and, and just the context of Mm -hmm. what's going on. I'm getting long winded on that, but it's the same thing here. I've, I take pride in what we do and, yeah, we're also still Uber on the come up and where we're at, I would consider like an intermediate level. But us starting was not very long ago and the things mm-hmm. that got us started that's working is still working now. Yeah, and, yeah. and we can speak to it because we can, with integrity, say that it's working and it's gotten us here. And now here's what we're doing versus guys that did it, man, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I love it's listening different. to them. They're cool cats and they can speak to what they're doing now. And then sometimes they they give you what they did back in the back in the day. But the only thing that's relevant is that they worked. Yeah, yeah. But tactics and different things doesn't end. Man, I'm a big proponent of, and this is no disrespect to anyone. I just use it as a blanket statement. I realize it's a blanket statement. I'm not into the motivational speaking mm-hmm. if it's motivational by itself, as in I pride myself on being a practitioner. Mm-hmm. So when we do real estate training, we bring people into the Pullman or wherever we're going and speaking. I like giving nuggets away that people could literally go do an exercise and help them. Get better. Like if you correlated that to to personal training, you can talk about you know the motivation and the pump and the focus and the what's where your mind needs to be. Cool. Or you could also demonstrate an incline bench press properly and go, hey, if you're doing this like this with this, you're gonna grow this. And I love. Giving that. And yep. believe it or not, that's indirectly motivational because then you can start putting pieces together for people mm-hmm. and they connect a couple dots and they're like, oh, then they go apply it and it starts working. And now they're a believer. And yes, sometimes, man, like people just, they're just not quite sure what to believe or not believe and just the rah-rah mm-hmm. on its own little island. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for I, me to resonate with. I
1: think, it man, it's hard for you to resonate with because we're, just, we're not there anymore. You know, what I like is having... Mm-hmm. A variety of resources because for some people, man, like yeah, getting up off the couch, the pra- the practitioner shit doesn't even matter yet because they're nope. still on the goddamn couch. Yeah. So, but the problem is realizing, hey, that oh, motivation right. is only going to get you so far. Yeah. But then eventually, man, you got to turn that shit off and get into some practitioner shit, or
0: you just start graduating into a level of understanding that like you're not always going to be motivated. Mm, that's you know that's what I mean. The big realization, yeah. But having ambition and drive you'll realize that like you don't require motivation to be Mm -hmm. on the table every day to dictate whether you, you get after it or not. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, dude, I can't remember the last time I asked myself if I was motivated. Yeah, no, I get up, I got my morning routine. I'm getting after it. I'm doing what I'm doing. I think the only time I even think about like motivation is if someone asks me, Hey, what keeps you motivated? And I go, Oh fuck me! That mm-hmm. that that word. Don't go using the M word around here. Cause uh, now yeah. I'm like, now you just now you just triggered me in my own brain. <laughs> now the next day I'm gonna wake up looking for like, am I motivated today? Like, and it's got you, yeah. right? Like, yeah. no man, but I just, I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from. I think I've I've got a lot of ambition. I think we still have more gas in the tank. But when you're when you're focused and you're resonated and and you're and you've got conviction and really what you're trying to accomplish, I just think your natural disposition doesn't fall on motivation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, it's
1: very rarely thought of what i what i relate it to is like brushing your teeth like i don't need to get motivated to brush my teeth you it's understand just, the value of it yeah i don't want my fucking teeth right out of my head it's something or if you I have, have a to couple do. now you've learned it's something i have to do mm-hmm. i don't need to get myself pumped up for it and it's something where it's like you know because oftentimes people ask like well when does it end like oh do you have to like you know, when you get to and I'm like, yeah, when do you stop brushing your teeth? Dude like I, it's just something that you just gotta do. Or, I love, or not. Yeah, bro. There's this country
0: song by Luke Combs. Okay. I think it's called Doing What I'm Doing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and he's famous now. He's rich. He's a he's been in the you know, Grand Ole Opry. Great country singer, Okay. Right? And the song is about I would still be doing what I'm doing if mm. I wasn't doing what I'm doing. That's As cool. in yeah. whether I'm still at a honky tonk bar making $40 an hour plus tips yep. or I'm on stage with Garth Brooks. Yep. I'd st- like, What? Hey, so what would you be doing if you, if you hadn't made it and if you weren't doing this, I'd still be doing what I'm doing. That's cool. And it's cool, man, because I think that's where like ambition and just being, just having conviction in what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. And you also have to understand what you do. Like for me, like for real estate, no man, this is huge service to others mm-hmm. and it's managing their emotions and it's getting this transaction that is pinnacle for their life and their, and their family. hmm. And, like, once I started resonating with that, it's like, oh, it's still service-based, and you're still a huge value add for people, and this is uber important for them. Well, clearly, you can see the connection between military and police service mm-hmm. to this, right? But it's all in perspective and how you see things, but you're not going to see things for what they are until you really start diving into it, becoming successful at it, and feeling the reward mm-hmm. of the accomplishment and the impact to others, correct? Mm-hmm. So it takes time with that, and but, yeah, man, like... Like you have to decide like what you're gonna do or what you're gonna be about. And like that just can't be optional. So when we talk about decisions, like you and I talk about decisions, or when I think of decisions for myself, I think that that word is very heavy for me. Mm. A decision is very heavy for me. Mm -hmm. Versus I think people use that word or that behavior very loosely and it's back and forth and this and that and that and this and it's like you're just you have
1: zero conviction with what you're doing. Yeah, and and they don't understand the impact that all those little micro decisions really do have yeah and know. the people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. in your environment
0: and that's what we're talking about today right so if you're still listening now we're going to get to the topic a couple mm-hmm. minutes into this but mm-hmm. um shout out to brian shantosh because this is a i'm not sure if he's the originator of it i would assume so super smart guy um interesting guy mm-hmm. but he talks about being alone in good company okay. and i'm pretty sure I, I heard him mention that when he was talking about diesel days Shout out to Diesel Days, if you guys don't know what that is. That is a physical endurement challenge for 24 hours nonstop. He's also got ones that go longer than that. Eli and I did the 24-hour nonstop one, and I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to give away the stations or what you do. Just know that it's it's nonstop physical
1: challenges. It's a ton of fun. Hours. Ton of yeah. fun. If but there's one word for that, it's yeah. fun. Just yeah. kidding. Fun? Completely kidding. Oh. It's not fun at all. I was going to be like, fuck no. you. No, <laughs> not fun at
0: like, all. I <laughs> think, you know, it's great. And I, you know, so if you guys go to like diesel, you know, if you guys go to like um, crookedbutterfly.com slash diesel days, you'll see that. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was in like one of the newsletters or maybe he had spoken about it, but it was describing all of us there together for the diesel day. And it was like alone you're alone but in good company mm. and it made sense because it's like everyone's here for their own reasons doing their own thing their own challenges and it's okay and be selfish there like help each other out because there were some times where we were helping each other during that during that 24hour mm-hmm. period but that wasn't the that wasn't the reason you were there though so it's like you help others out but there was all the staff there to help everyone literally to the point where like you did not need to help someone mm-hmm. and if you chose to help someone, is it because you're trying to take a break and get out of your own thing? Mm-hmm. Because you helping someone was like literally never needed the staff. And the staff that Tosh decided to use for that, they are very versed in endurement challenges. They are very versed in leadership, mm-hmm. especially Tosh. Tosh did not participate. He was the one running it, which means he's in control of everything from a leadership mm-hmm. management help. what You know, all resources. Right. And it, and it's on purpose. You don't need to stop and help everybody. You don't need to go to the back of the pack to help someone come up because you're also giving yourself mm-hmm. an out. Yeah. yeah. And, and, my, and that's, this is just my interpretation, right? But it was cool when he talked about that. But then I talk. I think about that like in life of how like even when you're in good company, like you're still alone. You're alone with your own demons. If you have those, you're you're alone with your own thoughts, your own lies, your ambition, you're questioning yourself, the people that you're around you, you're questioning that. You know, but like, so like, good company—it's good. Having a good circle is good, mm-hmm. but ever evolving. And some of the strongest people in that circle might leave. Mm-hmm. You might want them to leave. You might want to create distance. And I've had a—I've had some of that recently, mm-hmm. and some of them have surprised me. Mm-hmm. And it's been more of like my decision to to create space and to remove that. But it would—it's—it it, comes from the last people I thought I would do that too, mm-hmm. correct? And some of their behavior and me deciding to have someone's back in a dark time for them. Yet the person going through the dark time is telling me to go fuck myself Mm -hmm. when I'm literally like doing the the one thing that they needed me to do. And Mm -hmm. so you analyze that and you question that and you know, but so here's what I'm getting at is like, when we talk about circles, like you got to level up, you got to put yourself in a good circle. You got to surround yourself around people like this. All great things to say, but because I'm a practitioner in my own, the way I view myself, I like giving skill sets or tools or how to's away. And the how to for today is, if you're looking for a circle, stop. It only takes one. And I'm going to use Eli as an example, right? Like, it only takes one solid person who's rooted in several value adds that you admire or look up to or appreciate to be the example of how the rest of your circle needs to be navigated. So I fall back on our relationship and I fall back on your qualities Mm -hmm. of either how you support me yet correct me and vice versa. Right. But I, I I fall back on a lot of your demeanor, what you value, how you execute certain things, because that's what gives me, that's like my beacon Mm -hmm. for who I allow in a circle and for who I, Maybe need to let out. And it's it's that strong and it's that important because, yeah, man, like the one I'm choosing to create some space and take some space from, it's a fucking hard one, man. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if dudes talk about it enough, but, like, that hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like having a guy's back during a super dark time for himself, creating some damage control, which then proved through the next several days that it was the right decision. And whether some whether he liked or someone appreciates it or not doing the right thing is always the right thing. Mm-hmm. Fucking period. Mm-hmm. I did not expect a certain reaction. I'm like, man, bummer. He recognized it to the level we would expect him to recognize it. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily taking accountability for it. Yeah. Yeah. And if I didn't have, you know, like our relationship or, you know, to be exposed to you to fall back on like how you conduct yourself and what the standard is. And be able to talk to you about some of these things, I might be giving more of a pass to this person mm-hmm. or to anyone else. Because it's you know what I mean? And it's like, but when you have that beacon, that one person that you can fall back on and look to for qualities and how they conduct themselves and how they would conduct themselves toward you if you did that for them, mm-hmm. it allows you to make sound, consistent decisions. And if you don't have that, then how can you how can you track your ability to make consistent decisions with like who you're giving a pass to, who are you are not, who you're forgiving, who you're not forgiving, yeah. who you're allowing in, who you're not. Is it their status that's letting you let them in yeah. or is it their character? And who could you give more time to if this person you weren't giving time to that does maybe deserve, you know, some more time. And so my thing today is like, man, it's like, stop looking for a circle. It's just valuing with people. And just because you meet someone doesn't need, doesn't need, mean you need to be a part of like their existing mm-hmm. circle. And mm-hmm. that's called a click and you're kind of making it a click by mm-hmm. expecting yourself to be cool with everyone versus like, hey, little by little, person by person with, you know, just values and consistency, like make your circle, realizing that your circle, each individual in that circle also has a different circle outside of yeah. you. Yeah, But just basing it more on that and I can't express when we're talking about removing people from your circle or people coming into your circle, it's not circle by circle, right? Like it's it's person by person, right? And then before, mm-hmm. I know you got a lot to mm-hmm. say to this. We were talking on my way over mm-hmm. here. So then my the last thing that we can get to here in a minute, I just want to say it and voice it to you so I don't mm-hmm. forget it, is just falling back on like that, don't meet your heroes. Yeah, big time. Right? And heroes is a strong word, but like mm-hmm. in the adult world, it's like, people you look up to, people you admire, it's twofold. Are you expecting them to be perfect beyond human, beyond reproach, right, to, to the point to where, like, that's not even fair to the person you look up to. Mm-hmm. And then vice versa, when that person does show that their shit stinks, you're now, like, heartbroken or shocked or whatever because you can't even believe that they breathe oxygen. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. then at
0: the same time, you Know just having no expectations of that's a big because one. you admire something about someone doesn't mean you admire them, yeah. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, just mm-hmm. because I you can admire someone's business success doesn't mean you need to admire them. If you're attaching the admiration to the person, not to the lane of success, it can get very dangerous. Now, there are probably some people where you just admire them as a person, I think you have to know them mm-hmm. so well you know, to do that. And you can also admire the fact that people are imperfect yet still achieve so much. So there's different layers to this, but for the pedestrian side, for the sake of the podcast of just speaking about this, and I want to speak more on this moving forward, admiring qualities in people
1: mm-hmm. before you jump to this, admiring the person. Yeah. 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 Does that make sense? Yep. I mean, I think, um, let me talk to the, to that first, since that's top of mind and then I'll kind of backtrack a little bit, mm-hmm. but, I think the whole like meeting your heroes part, like, yeah, heroes is a heavy word, but let's, let's call it like people you really admire people who have Mm -hmm. achieved like crazy good, like business success or whatever for the sake of this conversation. Now, um, every time I've met one of those people won't name any names, but every time I've met one of those people, they have, um, not personally let me down, but I've been less impressed than I thought, but that ultimately has been such a positive thing because it shows me like, oh, man, we can definitely do this. Yeah. You know, like not one of those, oh, if he can do this, I can do this sort of thing. Like not in a dickish way, but just like, mm-hmm. oh, man, they are human. I mean, that's just a normal person that, hey, put their head down long enough and did the right things in the right space.
0: And some of those guys ask us questions, man. Yeah. Like there's there's some guys that we've met that are super admirable. But
1: because they know, they mm-hmm. know what's on the other side where it's and like, hey, I'm just a dude. And
0: I love when they ask us questions and and acknowledge that we're actually more successful in certain lanes than they are with mm-hmm. the business and like, I hope I have that quality when someone yep. sees me a certain way because it's like, no, that's, they don't have this ego. Yep. Yep. You know, or at least behind the scenes that they don't. And it, shows, and it does show that it's possible, but it's almost like this is where humble gets over, just is overstepping its humble boundary, right? It's where humble, and it's like, if you speak like this, like, oh, man, like this guy wasn't as impressive as I thought. Oh, you're cocky, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you just, hey, you've got right, this chip right. on your, it's like, hey, dude, no, like it's not that you're not impressed or anything. It's that we've hit a certain level of success and we're seeing, and we have the opportunity to see these guys behind the Mm -hmm. scenes where they, they're pulling the curtains back. And it's like, Hey, you're still respectful and you still respect what they've done. There's still a ton of fucking work, but the fact that it's like obtainable and you can see Mm -hmm. it, you're like cool, but it's not coming from a place of like cockiness. Mm -mm. And this is also where I get a little, a little frustrated when people speak about, you know, being humble. It's like this blanket statement that gets thrown over everything. And it's like, man, like, use baseball okay when that dude's in the in the batter's Mm -hmm. box okay like hey be humble you know like this is this pitcher pitching to you he's a he's he's gonna be a first ballot hall of famer and yada 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 like yeah yeah man he's gonna talk about that when the press talks to him Mm -hmm. after he hits a fucking home run on this dude and wins the game but in there He's thinking, like, yep, this guy's habit is this. He's throwing curveballs and sliders when it's this count. We're in the yep. seventh inning, which yep. means yep. he relies on this because he's getting tired up. He's at 85 pitches plus, <laughs> so his slider starts getting fucking flat, and he throws those when he gets late in the fucking count. If he throws that, I'm going to fucking slam this bitch. Mm-hmm. And then he slams that bitch because that's his time to believe in himself and be yeah, confident yeah. and fucking perform. Okay? Yep. Boom. Yep. Now, after the game, it's, hey, he is. He's a. He's going to be a 1st bout Hall of Famer, and he's a phenomenal pitcher and and— executing against him is extremely hard and that's real in the moment if all you can think about is that this dude's a first ballot hall of famer and executing against him is extremely hard and barely anyone does it you're striking the fuck out bro Yep. Yep. that's not that's not the time that's not the moment for that so but it doesn't mean that he's not a humble baseball player right it's like you just need to understand when it's time to like put the throttle down and be confident what you're doing and believing yourself and taking charge and understanding when that moment arises Mm -hmm. and riding momentum and staying in that lane. And it doesn't mean that you're less removed from hum from being humble. There's Mm -hmm. just, there's opportunity.
1: Well, and dude, frankly, that is part of being humble. Like even having those thoughts of like, Hey, if I like, I have enough respect for this person I'm competing with. If I'm not in this frame of mind, if I'm not practicing and doing the shit, like Mm -hmm. if I'm not showing up as my best self, man, they might have an up on me. 100%. Right? But you like
0: know? a lot of times humble is like bringing yourself down, right? People, and even the way it's people may the think d- it is well, yeah, well, bringing yourself it's descri- down. The way it's yeah. described in the dictionary,
1: read it. Yeah, what does it say? Well, read it. I'll look it up here. One right?
0: Second. Like the way that it articulates is that it's bringing yourself down. You know, and I'm just, I'm just not sure. Like it, there's probably a better way. The okay, way it's getting used nowadays, like there should probably be an update Oh, this is humble. a
1: terrible. Fuck. Listen. It <laughs> says a uh, humble having her showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. Yeah, that's uh yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I guess Versus you could digest that a little bit, but yeah. again,
0: like, you know, and obviously like when words get popular nowadays, there could probably be an updated version of that in like the urban dictionary, yeah. right? As far as like, well, what and, and I
1: guess if you're looking at it that way, like, Hey, I'm more important than somebody else. Yeah, I don't think that's an appropriate thing to necessarily think. No. Um, no
0: again, it's context. Yeah, but like when yeah. you're in the batter's box, man, like in your, in your time of your perform, like, hey, man, it, it can't be like, it can't be, a oh, man, I'm so humble. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so honored to be in this batter's box. I cannot believe that like Roger Clemens is throwing a ball yeah, to no. me. And I, I grew up around him. He's going to be in the first ballot hall of fame. Yeah. I, hey, dude, how many pitches is he into the game? Mm-hmm. What's his mm-hmm. habit? What's he throwing on two threes or three twos? What gets flat, what doesn't get flat, right? Like, yep. and just recognizing his patterns and being able to perform. I guess you could be humble in the fact that, like, hey, listen, man, you're right. You should be humble right now. Um, we need to win this game <laughs> for everyone. How about that? For <laughs> everyone. Yep, 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 Not yep. for you. For yep. everyone. And then you can credit your team and, and whatever, but, like, yeah. And, the, and I'll leave you with this. The other thing that bothers me, I don't speak to it because I don't think people mean any harm. But when, like, people, like, reach out to you, like, oh, hey, proud of you, man. Keep it up. Proud of you, buddy. Or, hey, bro, just stay humble. I'm like, what?
1: Those are, are, t- you- those are two very different comments right sure. there. Sure. Yeah.
0: But sometimes when people, like, say that you're proud of, like, they're doing half the work, but to kind of say it to you like they're your big brother. Mm. And you're like, hey, bro, you're the person to say that? Like, I, now, Be humble. But at the same time, you're like, are you being very humble telling me that you're proud of me in the way that you're saying it? Because I know you and I know how you're saying it. Almost like I should be proud that you tell me you're proud.
1: Does that make sense? If if that's really their intention. I yeah. know. And I can't yeah. mention
0: specifics because that yeah. would be rude, right? That wouldn't be very humble. <laughs> but then the other one of like just like people see your success or you're posting things like, yeah, bro, keep it up. Just be humble, bro. And it's like, what does that even fucking mean, dude? <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. no context of everything that I do all day, every day or private conversations or like, hey, is that you virtual signaling? Yep. Like, because people just pride themselves on saying that, like, people that throw that out there are bothering me almost as much as fucking vegans. <laughs> vegans because, bother you? Dude, Because and it's they bother me because I find <laughs> out they're <laughs> vegan five minutes into knowing them. They just can't help but, like, find a way to tell me they're fucking vegan, dude. Same thing with, like, the, hum- it's like, dude, uh, shit. why did that pop out right now and, like, yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah. you're doing things that are so humble that I should just, like, I think they're misinterpreting. And I also think that, like, hey, man. How much context do you have on someone before you say that? Are you assuming something I'm doing is not humble? Yeah, yeah. Are you assuming that like I now need that advice from you because you're so successful and so humble doing it that you now have to say that to me, which is like, mm. I feel like it's more virtue signaling and anti-humble mm. than anything. And it bothers yeah, me. Yeah, I, yeah. Dig- <laughs> but digressing, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, But again, people that decide to behave that way, like, hey, this can also be ways where you're like, you're processing your circle and how ch- people are choosing to behave or mm-hmm. articulate or unsolicit things to you. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful, right? So mm-hmm. kind of getting back into, yeah. into the conversation of person by person. Yep. Right? Building your circle.
1: Yeah, I think, um, man, yeah, going back to a, a couple little points, man, I think what's important to remember is like, yeah, with your circle and with people, especially like, I like how you said, don't build that circle. because. And that circle might not be what you think. Like, first of all, I do think it is important to have an anchor, right? Like, you and I, I would consider, like, each other's anchor. That's really important. That's rare to find. Mm -hmm. It may be a business partner. It may be a friend. It may be your dad or mom or somebody. Like, find whatever that anchor is. But then also just, you know, I think it's important for people to remember that, um, you know, like, for me, like, my my circle is, like, you Mm -hmm. and maybe, like, two other people. But what's interesting is, like, I don't need another will, right? I don't Mm -hmm. need another this person or that person. Like there's people in my life that the value I get out of them is they're funny and they make me laugh and I, I feel relaxed when I'm around them. You know,
0: I think that's, that's a great point too, because you know, like one, one thing that I've kind of made the mistake on before is when it comes to circle, like you just said, Mm -hmm. and I don't do it on purpose, but it's almost like you expect, like, as you bring somebody into your circle, it's almost like you expect them to like be just as value valuable or impactful as like the next guy.
1: in like the same way or something. That's what
0: you would call an anchor. Like I might've had those expectations on other people before. And it's like, Hey, but is that realistic? Is that fair? Is it whatever? And do you need that from that person? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've gone and seeked advice from people before and, Almost kind of like had the answer already, mm-hmm. but felt like I wanted to
1: involve them more because <laughs> like I, make them feel like when I tell my son to like hand me the hammer or yeah, something. Yeah, well, because <laughs> I, well, yeah. one is
0: because I appreciate him and I I want to show I want to show them that I appreciate them. So it's almost like I start involving them in more than I should, and it's yeah. like, hey, you can just appreciate them and have them in your circle in your life for, for that, mm-hmm. and and that's enough. That's okay because maybe you're in their circle for that, yep. and that's enough. Yep. Versus like involving them and like you know who I'm talking about and why I'm mm-hmm. saying that because like mm-hmm. I've I've asked you things before that I've also asked other people and it's like I've already gotten the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I already feel good about it and everything. But then like I, I I've used that as a tool to make someone feel appreciated when it's like, Well, how do you are you are you, are you you're assuming that they they don't feel appreciated? Mm-hmm. So you need to like make them feel appreciated? Yeah, yeah. And that's more of like a a flaw on my side and just assessing that and just realizing that like seeing people for who they are and, and, mm-hmm. and the value that they are to you and you are to them is it's more than okay in itself to just be organically that don't necessarily push a narrative because then you push you you push a narrative there and then they underperform with what you're giving them. Now you're upset. And it's like,
1: Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't have been going there for that in the first place, man. Like Like, I've got, I got another buddy. We just like, he just talks about weird shit, you know? And it's like, you know, there's, it's just, I like different people and I'm like naturally a curious person. And I would consider like, them my circle, but do I need to go out and like find more friends that are just fun to be? No, I don't. Like, hey, I've got people for that, you know. And it's you know, and I've got you, and we have our thing. But the other thing too is, um, like just letting people be who they're gonna be, and when they show you who they are, believe them. Let them, them. Yeah. believe them. But then also the flip side of that is, man, like people. To me, like I'm, I'm so bad at the like cutting people off or the cut and dry thing because I also remember like. Man, like Eli, even two years ago, different person. Two years before that, different person. It's so like I also agree. understanding that energy, which are people like just shift and change. And, yeah. you know, someone can go from being really good and perfect in your life to like, oh, fuck, you know, they got to go. And then vice versa. Maybe there's someone that was just like not the most impactful or someone that just didn't impact you in a certain way. And, but now at a different phase, hey, they are around more.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, like our buddy Mike Hahn, shout out to Mike. What's up, Mike? He's awesome. The way that he's explained, um, just things not having to be all or nothing to me. Mm-hmm. And then during the circumstances, like we spoke with that, it was really cool. And it's that, man, because like, hey, if, if you're, if someone is super close in your circle and, and some things change, either their priorities or, or their family, like it's just a, they just can't be around as much or they're deciding to make some decisions or there's an interaction that changes that. It doesn't mean that they have to now go away mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're now like, you never talk to them and they don't exist doesn't have to be that like they can, they can, you know, you and that person can, can somewhat remove yourself from one another and, and create some space. And it actually can alleviate the expectation on each mm-hmm. other and create a better friendship. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. like an example for me was, you know, I'll, and I'll leave names of it, but I was helping a friend with a, with a, a business that he wanted me to help him with. And he knows how fast paced I am.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it brought us, it, we were butting heads. Mm-hmm. And then the conclusion was like, Hey man, This business is just more fun for me. I'm not ready for it to be that. I have enough work over here with my day day business. He owns his other Mm -hmm. business as well. Mm -hmm. One was for more leisure. One was for like real work. And once we acknowledge that, it was like, oh well, sorry, bro. Like I'm just, I want to do a great job for you. So when you put me in that position, I want to take this thing to the moon. That's Mm -hmm. that's just that's me. That's the phase that I'm in. That's what we're doing. And that's, man, I want to be good at my word. And I want to, hey, I look up to you, man. I want to, I want to impress you and. I want to impress the friends that introduced me to you. Mm-hmm. So good initiative, all great intention. Yet was creating some some budding heads. But once we surfaced that and had a discussion, you know, we don't we obviously don't see or talk to each other as much because we're not doing that together. But when we do talk, it's fucking cool, man. We'll talk about life, or he'll give me a couple little seeds as far as like some friendship things mm-hmm. and this and that, and it's cool. Or we'll talk about cars and what we're doing, and it's almost like it's a better friendship, yeah, yeah. because it's allowed to be that, and there's no longer this expectation of business on top of it, and it's actually. You know, like, just not the right fit, at least in that moment, right? And it made a better friendship out of it. But, but yes, you could say that, like, we've created some space, you know. But it's not so much space because we hate each other. It's space because, well, if we're not working together and doing things, it's just not a necessity. But the friendship is
1: better. What happened there was you guys both showed each other who you were. Mm -hmm. And you both let each other be that. Mm -hmm. And no one tried to change anybody, but it was like, hey you're this person man let's just do this together
0: and and credit to him right and if you ever listen to this he knows who it is but credit to him for being able to like own his part Mm -hmm. and you know because i literally was just doing what he asked me to do yeah yeah and the way he has seen me do that before you know so but once we started identifying that it was also up to me to make sure that i acknowledge the flexibility and not just hold someone to something because something's happened being Mm -hmm. able to like also see that clarity and then So be able to be friends. And like, I think that's what's important is like sometimes when you're, you create space from someone or an altercation happens or misunderstanding happens or like this bit, you know, more times than not, man, like someone, one of those two can't let it go or holds a grudge or something. So like the dynamic is now different and it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to, it doesn't have to be that. And I consider myself a person that doesn't do it. If I say we're good, we're good. Mm -hmm. And you should not feel a temperature change for me when we are interacting. You might feel yeah. less interaction for me if, we're, if we've are if we got some space, but I still want to make sure that, like, I'm still consistently me, you know, when you see me. But, man, again, like, we're right at, like, that 34-minute mark, and I like that. I like that time frame. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to go too, too far with this. But, you know, for everyone listening, like, this understanding of, like, just having that anchor mm-hmm. that we spoke about today is super important. And just building your circle and, and perfecting your circle and cutting the fat from your circle one by one over time, and just understanding that it's ever-evolving, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that is the one thing I've taken from, like, these uber, uber successful guys, quote unquote, right, whether it's financially or, or military-wise. They've never stopped kind of, like, molding, mm-hmm. you know, their their circle. It's ever-evolving, and some, some people stay, some people go, some people stay, but there's more distance. Some people, where there's more distance, it grows over time, and they end up being in that inner, in that inner portion of the circle, and it's just something that should be top of mind, and I'll leave you with this too. As much as we're pointing fingers and talking outward about what you should be looking for, also most importantly, make sure you are also the value add to that circle. Make sure to the best of your ability that you're not just getting a free ride or not contributing in whatever way you can. I'm not saying it needs to be money or advice. Maybe you're you're just you've got a truck and you go help people move. I don't know. Or maybe mm-hmm. you do have great advice, or mm-hmm. maybe you just you make people whatever it is, just yep. Make sure when you're a part of a circle and the people that are in your life, right? Like whoever's, because people that are in your circle, they have their other circles, correct? Mm -hmm. But whoever you have put in your circle, just make sure you take pride in being a value add Mm -hmm. to them in some shape or form. And that you're also holding up the same end of the bargain that you're expecting from others. And, you know, we're talking about it now. A lot of people are talking about who you put yourself around and it can get very outward consistent, right? We have to make sure that we are we are the value add we need to be for others and here's the other thing because this is also what we're running into bro and this is not to be conceded or taken out of context but like with our success in real estate there is a lot of people that reach out there's a lot of people that want more one-on-one time and this and that you got to learn when to say no because part of having integrity with all of that is like even if you could be a value add to someone Mm -hmm. if you can't commit to the value add you could be You cannot allow yourself to be saying yes to that and create expectations for someone that then you now fall short of. Mm -hmm. So you have to be uber clear with where you can make commitment, where you can't, but then create opportunities. So like for us with the realtors, we can't meet with one-on-one. Yep. Hey, we have private events once yep. a month. We have private Zoom calls, private mm-hmm. Facebook groups where we can we can reach the masses. Yeah, we've got. So something you're still in creating place. value. Yeah. You're still yeah. doing that, and then like, as people grow their real estate company, they might grow into that inner business circle because I've yeah. got a business circle and I've got an outside of business circle. Yeah. Some of them cross over. Some some of those people are on both sides. But yes, you can grow in that inner business circle through your success mm-hmm. because you're just you're ready for more. And then me and you know that person just needs more time, but they're also crushing. So they're going to take the time you give them and do that much more with it versus like you try to give everybody that one-on-one and they haven't even had a decision or or conviction in being successful in their business. It could be wasted. And when you talk about business, man, like there's no room to just go wasting time and not having sound, consistent fundamentals there. Right. So, again, so whether it's your business life or your personal life, man, maybe you've just got like I'm a veteran, right? Maybe I've got like some some veteran guys that reach out that I'd love to fucking hang out with or have time with. But I just I can't commit to that. But if I say yes or, I, man, I want to because it feels good to say yes, And but you don't even know the fucking guy. Like, there's just not an opportunity. Now you're underperforming where you've created an expectation and you're pissing people off. So yep. for your own self-respect and for the respect of other people, if you can't be the value add that you could be with that person based off of time, you just have to know how to regulate That's that. That's
1: the ironic part. You end up pissing somebody off because you're trying to make them happy.
0: Exactly, but it is it is on you for committing when you can't. Exactly. Now, if you can't yeah. commit and you're clear about that and that bothers someone, now you just saw a characteristic in them mm-hmm. that could have taken you a full year to see and you saved yep. a fucking ton of someone time. showed you who they were. And you can also move away from that yep. with integrity and with peace that you did the right thing Absolutely. and they, they reacted a certain way and then you can save your energy for something else. Absolutely.
1: Right on, bro. All right. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, guys. Or whenever you're listening to We're going
0: to crank some videos, crank some yep. clients, and get, get our asses back to work so we yep. can uh, continue to keep the lights on
1: here and make some podcasts <laughs> for you folks. That's right, guys. <laughs> As always, we appreciate you listening or watching. Um, you can Absolutely. find us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all Google the places. Play, you can find all the things. We're everywhere.
0: 100%. Appreciate all the listeners, and uh, enjoy your weekend, and until next week. We will, uh, we will hear and see you guys very soon. But for now, we are out of here. I can never take a day,